Welcome back, everybody. This is Brian Barnett with The Last Symptom of Borderline Personality Disorder. This is episode 24, part 2. If you have not listened to part 1 of this episode, please stop what you're doing right now and go and listen to part 1. Otherwise, part 2 is not going to carry the same weight. So please, listen to part 1 of episode 24 of this program and then come back to this episode. We're going to pick up right where we left off discussing if borderline personality disorder is genetic. In episode 24, part 1, we looked at the people making these claims of genetics as it relates to borderline personality disorder, and we examined their track record. Now we're going to discuss genetics itself and why it is not responsible for your borderline personality disorder. I hope you enjoy it. First of all, it's important to understand that borderline personality disorder is indeed inherited. Yes, you did hear me correctly. Borderline personality disorder is inherited. In fact, it's inherited in every case. However, borderline personality disorder is not genetic. Inherited and genetic are not synonymous terms. You see, you inherit a lot of learned things from your parents. Can you think of a big one? I'll give it to you. Your culture. Culture is a learned thing that we inherit. You inherit certain food preferences music preferences, ideals, and so forth. All of these are examples of things you inherit from your family. Emotional disorders are similarly, 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 I have a hard time with that word. They are similarly, they are similarly, <laughs> they are likewise passed along in the way cultural aspects of one's life are passed along. Are Mexicans genetically predisposed to lichen cilantro? (laughs) No. And the suggestion is just absolutely absurd. And yet the idea that borderline personality disorder is subject to the same lazy explanation is no less absurd. When you read studies about how scientists have discovered borderline personality disorder genes or how they've discovered that certain glands are larger in folks with borderline personality disorder or their brains are altered. Do you fully appreciate the assumptions a belief in these studies requires? To begin with, you must suspend disbelief long enough to buy into the notion that these experts are actually good at identifying people who have borderline personality disorder. Think about that for a minute. You must believe that the people they studied actually had actually had borderline personality disorder. Not only this, but that they had borderline personality disorder only. That is to say in isolation. 
that these people are so adept at recognizing it and they understand it so thoroughly that they were able to handpick participants for the study who definitely have borderline personality disorder and only borderline personality disorder and then do their brain scans or their blood work or whatever and then know for a certainty <laughs> I'm laughing because it's all so absurd and then know for a certainty that the results were not influenced by any other factors apart from borderline personality disorder not depression not OCD not stress or anxiety not narcissism not post-traumatic stress disorder not diet not anything only borderline personality disorder if you have any experience with psychologists, therapists, counselors, and psychiatrists at all, as I do, you know that this is a ridiculous, stupid assumption. The reality of your experiences simply does not support such a degree of confidence in the people behind these studies. In my personal experience, at least 15 psychologists Psychiatrists and therapists had two years to get my diagnosis correct. Now, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying they had two years to help me get borderline personality disorder under control or to fix it. I'm saying they had two years to simply give me a correct diagnosis. Hey, what you're dealing with is borderline personality disorder. Two uninterrupted years. And in two years, given thousands of ongoing opportunities, they, they were unable, among all of them, to fulfill even this most basic function. Nobody ever diagnosed me correctly. It was finally a lowly Georgian girlfriend who read a lot. Georgia the country, not Georgia the American state. It was finally a lowly Georgian girlfriend who read a, a lot of books and she worked as a nanny who finally diagnosed me correctly. But I'm supposed to believe <laughs> it's so ridiculous but I'm supposed to believe that in these scientific studies they managed to not only select multiple candidates that definitely have borderline personality disorder with uncanny, uncharacteristic skill but that they also only selected candidates with borderline personality disorder absent any other disorder whatsoever so that they could be certain the tests were unaffected by any other factors that they understand how the disorder manifests and behaves on the surface so well that they can not only select candidates for their study with perfection but then also study the human body with every other possible influence and factor isolated from the picture. <laughs> if you're here, it's because the genetic scientists have yet to help a single person, a single person with borderline personality disorder. Or am I missing something? Another incredibly important point to consider. Our experiences our experiences are able to alter our DNA.
Did you know that? So when a scientist studies your DNA, what's he looking at? Is he seeing how you were born? Or is he seeing the result of your experiences? Now here's the truth. The answer doesn't matter one way or another as long as your experiences can alter your DNA. Why? Because good experiences can have positive effects on you and on your physiology as effectively as bad experiences can affect you negatively. For example, if you lie a lot, studies show that the guilt response in your brain weakens. But this study doesn't mean that if you start telling the truth a lot, that your guilt response, that is your conscience, doesn't strengthen again. In other words, scientists have described things with a brain scan that anybody with a brain has already known since Bible times. So do you know what practical value the scientific study has? None. None whatsoever. All this talk of science is misdirection. It's all taken out of context by people who do not factor in every relevant detail, and therefore they're incapable of interpreting the results in a correct manner that has any relevance whatsoever to your situation or to your recovery. And yet, and yet, none of what I've explained up to this point is the real reason that I'm certain the scientific studies regarding borderline personality disorder are total bullshit. Would you like to know the real proof? Here it is. I am cured of borderline personality disorder. This is my proof. And I, I don't care if you believe it. You're free to believe what you like. But I hope you'll believe it, which is why I do the work that I do, and I'm trying to present a thorough, comprehensive argument here. Because I sincerely desire for others who are suffering as I was once suffering to benefit themselves from what I learned and from what I managed to accomplish. Because I know it's doable. It's doable for you. It's doable for everybody. You know what the greatest hurdle is for you? Shitty information. Shitty information is your greatest hurdle. That all the voices out there, 99.9% .9 of the voices out there, talking about this subject, they're all shit. They're not your friends. They're not helping you at all. And they're going to keep you like an anchor tied down to the bottom of the ocean so that you never escape this thing. And I want you to escape it. Would any part of my recovery have ever been possible if the science articles everybody loves quoting and speculating on were indeed based on good science or the results were being correctly interpreted? Mm -mm. Nope. If borderline personality disorder were truly the result of genetics, my entire approach would have failed. I'd still be seeking answers and running around in circles. The entire premise that my understanding is based on, the root cause, would be false. 
and could not possibly be as cohesive and as comprehensive as it is. This means that every approach I ever took to addressing the root cause would have been meaningless. It would have produced no results. But this is not what happened. My understanding of the disorder worked and produced the results it could only, only have produced by being built on the truth and not on hollow theory and pointless speculation. My recovery is genuine. I really did have borderline personality disorder as powerfully as anybody ever has. For my entire life, it, was, it, was, it defined everything about me. I can't emphasize this enough. And now I really don't have it. Maybe you're thinking, well, he can claim anything at all. But I have no way of knowing if he's telling the truth. But this is simply not true. You do have a way of knowing if it's the truth. My very ability to explain the disorder in the detail that I do, without speculation or uncertainty, so that all my, and this is an important part, so that all of my assertions and explanations harmonize. You know, that's a major, a major um, element of proof right there. That all of my assertions and explanations harmonize with one another. And they make rational sense. All of this is powerful evidence for any sincere, genuine person that the things I say are true. Folks, the results speak for themselves and are enough in themselves to discredit a thousand phony articles on genetics. The topic of genetics is a lazy fool's game, and anybody eager to attribute borderline personality disorder to genetics, what can I say? That person is a lazy fool. You see, by attributing it to genetics, one spares himself or herself from truly having to understand it and therefore be able to explain it in practical, relevant terms that demonstrate genuine understanding and insight. This, this is the true reason people search out and cling to explanations that involve genetics. They want the shortcut, see, the pill that allows you to skip all the work just jump right over and skip all the learning and the insight. Why? Because these things require a lot of effort. If you want to see somebody's brain shut down, just attribute the cause of borderline personality disorder to genetics and base it on a scientific study. I hope this has helped you. I hope that you can finally put this lie behind you so that we can move on to other things. Um, as I said at the beginning of part one of this episode, this lie is so destructive. It's so destructive in that it sucks all the enthusiasm and uh, motivation out of you. And it's so unnecessary because it's a lie. Anybody who subscribes to it or believes in it or is uh, uncertain about it you see, they're living with this cloud over top of them that says, well, is all this work I'm going to do going to make any difference whatsoever 
if I, if I was just born this way. If I was born this way and it was passed along to me, and it's, it's interwoven into the very fabric of my makeup. How, how can a person who believes that find any motivation whatsoever to truly do what is required to recover from the disorder? And, you know, recovery is not uh, an impossible. It's not even really that difficult. It just takes some time. It takes some time and some consistency. It takes some knowledge and some insight. And, I mean, the time is going to roll on no matter what. So you might as well be doing it in the right frame of mind and not have this lie like an anchor holding you down. So I hope everybody's having a good week. I hope that the, f- the fact that I had to divide this podcast into two parts uh, isn't too confusing. or I, Well, I really hope it doesn't take away from the message and that people are able to extract everything they need from it. For those who are interested, this episode of The Last Symptom of Borderline Personality Disorder is available as an article, as a written article, at brianbarnettbpd.wordpress.com. Let me spell that for you. It's b-r-i-a-n-b-a-r-n-e-t-t-b-p-d.wordpress.com. Some people absorb information better when they read it. Others absorb it better when they listen to it. That's why I have both formats available for my followers. Anyway, I hope uh, everybody's having a good week. I'm going to be going to the beach here in a couple weeks. I'm looking forward to that. But I'll keep up with everybody, and I'll be posting a new episode of this podcast next Thursday. So take care, and I'll see you then. 